Welcome back to Eve's for Dragon. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Sean. I'm Charlie. And this is episode three. We've got a long one today. We've decided that some of these earlier chapters aren't really cutting it in terms of content. Not in a bad way, just kind of like in a in a length way. They're about three pages. <laughs> yeah, they're they're about three pages. Not a lot happens. So on um, today's run through, which I'm doing today, I'm going to summarize. Five whole chapters. Woohoo! Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Alright, number one. Um, so we've just come back from Awakening, right? Yeah. Where Sephira, oh sorry, our unnamed dragon, <laughs> has um, finally like become their own person as such. And Roran and Aragorn are going back to Carvajal to talk to talk to Brom, and get some more information. <laughs> They're going back to Carvajal to fix Roran's chisel. To fix which, Roran's which, chisel. Which, as we have established in the previous episodes, was broken when Aragorn was hitting random things on the on the egg. Yeah, we're pretty <laughs> sure that's what happened. <laughs> so Roran's going back to fix the chisel, and um, Aragorn, Aragorn's going with him um, with the like side goal of talking to Brom and asking about the dragons. So, in Tifa 2, Aragorn goes alone to Rom's house, which has some beautiful descriptions in there, which mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about later. And Aragorn asks a lot of questions of Brom, and Brom delivers a lot of exposition and lore on the dragons and the dragon riders. So we get some descriptions of how the dragons and the dwarves were the first like natives to Alagasia, how the elves came to Alagasia, um, they fought a war with the dragons, and eventually there was a truce um, because of the elves finding the dragon egg and the um, kind of first dragon riders. Whose name is? <laughs> uh, whose name is Aragorn. <laughs> Probably not foreshadowing anything, I'm not sure. <laughs> is it even foreshadowing? It's like backshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, that's where my name came from? This first Weird. Thing, right? Wow. Oh, I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, anyways, we hear that uh, dragon riders are cool and powerful and smart once again, which, I mean, based on Aragorn, not too sure about that smart thing, but it's okay. Uh, humans and Urgles were also later additions to Algazia. What were some of the other stories in here? Those are the big ones. I think those are the big ones. And also, um, finally, just before he leaves, um, Aragorn starts asking a lot of questions, by the way, and Brom's like, Yeah, Aragorn is not slick in this conversation. He's asking a lot of questions about, like, dragons, very specific dragon questions. Yeah, and he goes, Oh, uh, uh, a traveler told me, like, Brom goes, There's no way they could have known this. Anyway, the last thing Aragorn is asking is, um, can you please uh, give my dragon, I mean any dragon, a name? So Brom goes and lists a whole lot of names for Aragorn. And Aragorn just kind of says, alright, cool, okay, I'm going now, bye. And that's the end of that chapter. And sprints out of his house. Yeah. Very funny interaction between uh, Aragorn and his only friend, Brom. <laughs> <laughs> So, next we've got uh, a name of power. 
uh, kind of a short one. We've got Roran, um, we'll see what Roran's gotten up to in Carver Hall. He's over at Horst's, and there is a man named Denton who has offered uh, Roran a job at a mill in a nearby town. And mm-hmm. basically, Roran says, well, it sounds like a good job. I'm going to take it so I can have um, make some more money um, so that I may wed Katrina. And Aragorn goes, what the heck? You are leaving me. I can't believe you've done this. Um, I hope Garrow says no. Um, then Aragorn goes and has a bit of a moan to Sephira, to, to the dragon, and then says, now, I'm going to give you a name. Here's a list of names that uh, my good friend Brom gave me. He lists a lot of them. The dragon laughs, and then Aragorn comes to the Realization that the dragon is a girl. And we finally land upon the name Sephira, the yeah, blue dragon. Finally! <laughs> the name that Brum muttered under his breath at the end of the list. He's a little sad about for whatever yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. And Sephira. Neither of them were acting normal in that. No, yeah. <laughs> no I love talking about that one. Aragorn was like, hmm, tell me about dragons. And Brom was like, ooh, I'll tell you about dragons. They're <laughs> like, not a story, boy. We'll come back to it. Chapter three-ish of the, of the episode. The middle of to be. We've got Aragorn and Roran arriving back at home. And eventually, um, Roran says to Garrow, I was offered a job and I would like to take it. And both of them are holding their breath and then Gareth's just like, okay. <laughs> Very anticlimactic for him to say, okay, you're a man now. I expected this, actually. And it's funny because it's like a big turning point for both of the boys growing up. Mm. And they established that over the next few days, uh, Roran starts packing, uh, Aragorn's really upset, and um, Aragorn's talking to Sephira a lot more, and she's growing, and it's a huge time of change. Sephira is actually uh, established as a, a real person, not just a mindless beast, which I mean, going along with uh, the previous um, talk from Tifa 2, we established that dragons are real sentient animals once more. Mm-hmm. And there's a small moment where as Roran's doing his final packing and Aragorn's, like, maybe going to say a nice goodbye, um, Roran picks up a cool rock that Aragorn gave him and puts it back on the shelf. The ultimate betrayal. <laughs> ultimate betrayal. <laughs> so sad. He turns on his heel, walks away. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. So, strangers in Carver Hall. <laughs> bit more, bit more, um, bit more content in this chat there. So, Aragorn and Roran are going back into Carver Hall once more, as Roran's getting ready to go leave and join Dempton at the mill. Garrow has a small moment being a good father or whatever, giving a nice little speech that he's prepared earlier, saying, this time, you're going to be men, or something like that. We'll come back to it. And both of them turn and look at the farm and say, this is our whole world, which is very touching and nice. Mm-hmm. There's a few more things that happen in Carver Hall, actually. Um, so they they talk to Denton at Horst um, Smith. Horst pulls Aragon aside and says, um, 
something about two hooded strangers wandering around asking for the cool rock, uh, the dragon egg, that Aragorn brought into town. And Horst advises, uh, if you still have that, you should get rid of it. Obviously, we as the readers know it's uh, far too late for that. <laughs> but anyway, Aragorn walks around trying to find these two guys, which, honestly, pretty ill-advised, <laughs> and overhears um, some sleazy voice giving them information, and uh, it's our best, uh, best evil guy, Sloan. Oh, uh, terrible. Awful. Oh, he sucks so bad. <laughs> we it. And as Aragorn's trying to, like, scurry back home, uh, these two guys see him and seem to, like, mentally paralyze him with perhaps magic, perhaps fear. Uh, Brom swoops in to save him, whisks him away, but not before getting a glance at a silver mark on Aragorn's hand. And finally, um, we've got Flight of Destiny. Very fun little chapter. Aragorn sprinting back home. Um, Sephira screaming uh, in his mind. And, um, I don't know, kind of throwing a tantrum. Aragorn jumps on and Sephira uh, flies all the way to the spine. Uh, kind of making a huge mess and stranding them both in the spine away from civilization. Aragorn maybe not able to walk or something because his legs are so ripped apart by the scales of Sephira's legs. Uh, the scale. Sephira's scales mm -hmm. on his legs. And they sit down, they make camp, and they begin to think what they're going to do in their isolation out in the spine, middle <laughs> of nowhere. Bit of a disaster, honestly. Yeah, it's all gone horribly. Aragorn is. Wrong whinging and moping and screaming and crying every chapter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's having such a bad time for his five chapters. Well, he's honestly, for most of the time, he's having a pretty medium time and just handling it really badly. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's start out with T for two. Um, T for two. Bronze description yeah. here is excellent. Uh, yes. What Why he's is he the oldest wizard. man in the world? He's got a robe and a... a uh, he's got a a staff. He's got a um, a strange sapphire ring with an unknown symbol. See, we go back to his like staff is embellished with style. strange carvings. He's got silver here, not white, because he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is probably descriptively the strongest chapter out of the five of them. Um, I feel like there's they... just like lists and lists of imagery yeah. and everything going on in Brom's little house. Brom's house got sucks. no fucking windows. Yes, <laughs> it's pitch they black in there and it's it stinks. Black oh, in the middle of candle. the day. <laughs> it's described as being black as charcoal with an acrid smell in the air. That's because of all the tobacco he's smoking, and he's got his fireplace going. It's he, he the fireplace. His house is full of like books, of books and papers. And like Wooden special tomes and stuff, and he's like, "Be careful touching those; they're expensive and rare tomes." It's like, and he lights like, a candle you, and walks around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've got no windows, and your house is constantly lit by fire. You don't have any lanterns or anything; it's just a yeah. naked candle and an open fireplace. You reckon he just sits there in the dark and smokes his pipe? Yeah, dude, Prong can definitely see in the dark. Yeah, I was kind of considering. Well, maybe he can see in the dark. I was considering. 
I mean, I know they're trying to be nice spoilers on this, but I was considering perhaps he was doing a little bit of uh, a little bit of a magic show by himself uh, each night. Yeah, well, yeah, he does cast a spell directly in front of Eragon, but he just <laughs> just like and he just doesn't notice. He, he just fiddles he around like ooh, lighting something. Yeah, he. Um, That's from my memory. Um, he does that like constantly, and Eragon doesn't figure out that magic is, that he has. Like magic even fucking exists or whatever <laughs> for ages. Everyone had that um, the dragon egg explode in the forest in front of him, and he thought, "Oh, weird." Yeah, that's alright. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's ever crossed his mind that anybody he knows could possibly do magic. Yeah. But Rom is straight up just casting a fire spell in front of him, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, yeah, this doesn't matter to me." Um, but yeah, I think it's it's he's using Brisinger. Um, to just light a candle. Just to light a candle. She's like, bro, Come just on, use dude. your tinder box. It's <laughs> um, so funny. What does Brom do for a living? I was really wondering that. Um, like, I why think, does he have I think I have literally written this in here somewhere. Um, or possibly in a previous chapter, I can get around to saying it. His house is full yes, of... Yes, no! How does he make a living? He's a storyteller, he's got no family, he just arrived here five years ago and purchased a house. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen years ago. Um, he he arrived basically immediately yeah, after. Yeah, um, I've written my one of my five very. Close yeah, basically together. immediately after Aragorn was born, not suspicious at all, and he's got a bunch of beautiful rare shit in his house and <laughs> no job. And no one's asking where he got this, and everyone's just like, "Oh, Brom's the weird guy that lives in the edge of town and tells stories about the dragon." And that's like all he does, and he's got a big beautiful sapphire ring on his hand. <laughs> Like, the chair he's sitting in is described really intricately um, as being like an eagle clawed leather back. The four legs were shaped like eagle claws. <laughs> the seat and back were padded with leather embossed with a swirling rose pattern. Yeah, like he's got a cluster of lesser chairs. Yeah, I love the lesser <laughs> chairs. Boy, sit in my lesser chairs. You can have any of these shit chairs. Sorry, boy. You're Just not be good careful enough. with the parchment that's sitting there right now. Yeah, he, he, I, maybe he like transcribes stuff for people because not a lot of people can read and write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, why do they need it? Why do they need it transcribed? Because <laughs> they, they can't, can't read. read or write. Maybe they can't read or write, so he's doing their taxes. That's probably <laughs> it, honestly. From the accountant. <gasps> oh my god, he, li- he lives his whole life, and he ends up in a shit ass village in the middle of nowhere as an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> all these village people who can who know like the numbers up to ten, so they've just got like a big tally of like four, <laughs> six. <laughs> uh, yeah, his house kind of is horrible and and very, very dark and evil. Um, you guys reckon all the storekeepers in Carver Hall, like, they've got listed prices or they're just making it up they're on the day? They're just making it They're, make, they're yeah. making it up so that Sloane can say, oh, it's Aragon. Five million gold pieces. <laughs> For one pork chop. <laughs> you want to purchase my fucking pork chop? How Become dare destitute. you? Honestly, die. She's <laughs> already sucks. destitute. Um... The way that uh, Aragorn talks in this chapter is so strange. I don't think that uh, Paulini had conversations figured out yet. Um, <laughs> I've got a section here that's... Brom just straight up with it just says, what do you want, boy? And then there is a section of description, and then his answer is, to get information. Which is like, <laughs> that is not how you would answer that's that That's the dialogue question. tree, and then he goes into, like, when he actually says it, it's <laughs> three lines of dialogue, but it's the like... The option he chose. My option I select is to get information. And then... He just says it out loud. Um, 
yeah, I find a lot of the, like, when Brom's talking and, like, telling his little stories and stuff, everything's fine to read and, and like, not really very bothersome. But when Aragorn is, like, at the end of it, he says something, um, oh, yeah, like, I learned everything I wanted to and more, which is, like, you would never, ever, ever talk like that. You know that Polygon video where they're doing, like, IRL of that really shit video game? They're all like walking up to each other, like, doo, doo, doo. hello! I love that. style dialogue. It's, I it's, can't remember it's, what it's the It's on the one where you, if you say melons, Shen, they tell Shenmue? you to get out. Shenmue? Okay, we're thinking of different games. Um, I'm thinking of Facade. Um, I'm just saying Skyrim dialogue. Uh, that is just a It's all dialogue. very similar. Similar. Um, we're all on the same page. We're on the same. We're on like different parts of the same page. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You get what I mean. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's talking like a robot in this chat. But he's. I kind of was picturing him like someone had picked up the scri- the sprite and was just like <laughs> through the robot. scene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Aragorn's not really a character in this chapter. He's just here to get information. Yeah, for I us to learn about dragons. I love how obvious him and Brahma being. <laughs> <laughs> but, like he walks it seems like Eurofon goes and just asks from like five million questions every time he's in town like he's not surprised by it and when he leaves he's like oh you're actually leaving already I thought it would be hours <laughs> um, I want to know what other stories Brom's telling yeah oh no he's not telling the same he's one not telling the same story he's like oh my god I've never heard that before um, yeah. he's also like really angry that people are calling him stories he, like this is this is what happened. It, I was it's, there. It's like, you're wrong storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you told us a story. Story doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but I really mad they start that. this conversation, Eragon's like, give me information on the dragon riders. And he goes, okay. He goes, okay. And then he says, now, of course, no one can possibly know for, for certain because all of the riders are dead and no one from then is still alive. Aha! Ha, 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 ha. And then tells us with complete certainty everything <laughs> proceeds. <laughs> like, he's not like people say that. He doesn't even, like, couch it in no. a little bit of, like, vague language. He's just like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and this is how people felt about it, and this was... <laughs> well, what's he going to do? Go tell the king on him? Like, <laughs> he's, he's getting away with it. Um, I love Aragorn not even being sure that elves exist. <laughs> yeah, and dwarves as well. I think he was a little more on board with the dwarves existing. Mm-hmm. I rolled like up that elves a huge dwarf fan. You had, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like going oh. back in do my Do you mind remember palace. the dwarves? I think I do remember the dwarves now, and this may have been where I got my uh, love of dwarves from. Yeah, the dwarves in this are really cool. Just the imagery of their entire home. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get to it. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Think, uh, yeah, soon, hopefully. Oh, no, 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 bro, no bro, they are crossing the desert, the desert for 200 pages. Yeah. Um, um, we might have to just read like a, a hundred page chunk of the book. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's long. It's. The desert's not even that much of it, it's just they're traveling a really long way and then they get to the desert and travel across the desert. There's just a lot of traveling. Um, the desert's not that far because of the desert. It's a They don't really talk about it, but I think um, it does a really good job of like getting across how much of a sheltered little country boy he is. Yeah. He like doesn't know anything. Oh, when he says, but what? We've been here for 300 years. We've been here forever. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. but he's so offended by the idea that humans, that his family is not native to this. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's, you, you literally, your dad isn't even from here. Yeah, Brom says that, and he's, and he's, he'd, 
fucking fuming. <laughs> like, no one can tell me that I don't belong here. No one can tell me that this is not my birthplace. <laughs> Literally no one is telling you that. <laughs> He's really mad in all of these chapters. Yeah. Having a little teenage moment, I think. He's on the mm-hmm. cusp of becoming a man. Mm-hmm. You're on the cusp of manhood. I don't have a chance to get him. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe that Aragorn is also the first dragon rider. It's it's very funny. Why did you name your son that? No, I, got, I gotta say, now we all know who his parents are, but I guess we're not saying spoilers or whatever, but you guys were not slick there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys knew exactly what was going you on. You guys there. knew what you were doing. And you could have just done something else. <laughs> I had kind of taken for granted that Aragorn was just like a regular human name that fits in everywhere. But it's Elvish. Elf name. He's got an elf name. He's got an untranslatable elf name. Yeah. So old that Mate, the, not, the meaning is lost. <laughs> elf. elf boy. Elf boy. Everybody's making fun of him. <laughs> well, nobody in this village knows that elves exist. No, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Except Brom. Except Brom. He's I think been... it's cool that um, dwarves and dragons are native, but mm-hmm. elves mm-hmm. aren't. Yeah, well, that's very Tolkien. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of Elves us... from the, the land far away. Yeah, it's, like, it's... I mean, it's a fantasy novel written in the last, like, 70 years, of course. It's... So it's influenced by yeah, Tolkien, but of it, course. It's, it's very heavily influenced by Tolkien. I feel like he definitely read Lord of the Rings before writing these. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think... I don't know too much about Lord of the Rings. I read the first two and then I gave up because I was 12 and they were hard. Yeah. Um, but I, I think... I haven't even seen the movies, so... Well... I've seen one one Lord of the Rings movie. You've seen the... And two of the shitty And Hobbit two of the Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners beware. We are definitely qualified to do an Aragon podcast, just not a just Lord of the Rings Just not anything one. else. Um, but I think... I'm so qualified to do an animals podcast. You take that back. (laughs) Just because it's not fantasy. (laughs) I think it's fantasy. It's science fiction, dude. (laughs) Yeah, animals is science fiction. (laughs) Extremely. (laughs) They're two. They're two sides of the same. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I thought the dragon versus elf war only lasting five years was pretty. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Five years. I thought I I read fifty. Five, years? Um, dude. Because it, I thought it was fun because they're like they're such long lived races. It must yeah. have just been Horrible. so bad. <laughs> I love that it was just like the elves turned up here and they're like some fucking beasts are here and killed Woo-hoo. one and that was it. <laughs> it was on site. <laughs> and then they learned that they were people and, and, didn't like, do, oh, and just kept fighting. <laughs> And didn't, like, try and fix it. Oh, God, it's people we're fighting. We better fight harder. People who are way more magical, way bigger, and way scarier than us. They do make a point later on in the chapter that, like, a lot of the reason people don't stand against the dragon riders is because there's a giant fuck-off dragon in front Yeah, and of that's you. a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you well, want to fight this guy? Well, the people don't even know at this point. Everyone, you know, Eragon seems to have, frankly... Higher than standard knowledge of dragons because Brom's like spouting heresy all the time or whatever. <laughs> and he thought that they were beasts. <laughs> so he's like some fuck all random and like tear him or whatever. It's just like, whoa, big lizard. <laughs> big lizard breathe fire. You know what? You're right. I'm not going to fuck with that but guy. They can't talk out loud. They can only speak psychically. So like, yeah. maybe it's, yeah. it's a little harder to recognize that as a person when it's not like speaking to you. Yeah, because that. I'm realizing now that I'm pretty sure they never said what the first Aragorn's dragon was named, Mm-mm. which is a little 
Oh, yeah, you're making your whole point about how dragons are people, maybe you... <laughs> maybe you should have said their name. No, I think the name might have been in there. Is this like a demon situation where your dragon is always the opposite sex to you? No, the, no. the first oh, dragon was true. named Bedorm. Oh. Bedorm? Bedorm. Bedorm. That sucks. Bedorm. Bedorm. Alright, well, I take it back. I just hadn't written that down. This is something I forgot. Um. Uh, also, we got a name drop of um, the island Brongard in Doru Arabia, the um, the ancestral home of dragons. Yeah, I think we got the Dragon Riders. I think we got that drops when he was like telling everybody about Gobbledorix's nasty trick. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, that was um, the capital city before it got renamed to whatever it's called now. Oh, right. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the map in the front kind of has a lot of spoilers on it, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, I thought something that was super fun was that they mentioned, Brom mentions that at their height, the riders controlled an area twice the size of the em- mm. current empire. Well, the empire currently only gets up to the Hardrack Desert and stops. Yeah, and it doesn't go further up than basically where Aragon is right now. Like, what are they controlling? Just the desert? <laughs> well, there's like... Well, like, I think they're not even bothering to control the desert. Nobody mm. lives there. Well, some people live there, but who cares? Yeah. Um, I've seen... A, a and there's like fully just another country at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. like, I don't, like... <laughs> and they're tiny, they're teeny tiny. But um, I've seen a larger map of Alicosia, and there is like there's more cities and shit on the oh, other I side of the desert. Oh, uh, I think it came out with the companion book. Ooh, the, I can't remember what the one, the Witch and the Wardrobe one. Um, <laughs> it's the Witch, the Worm, and something like that. Um, yeah, but there's heaps more, kind of that way. No, yeah, looking at the map now, I could. Yeah, just the stop. Yeah. Um, something that I actually, um, I found, I found this out a few weeks ago and just forgot to mention it, uh, but I'm pretty certain that Palancar Valley is named after the illustrator of the covers, which is really sweet. This is nice. Um, I, 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 um, was questioning how old the writers were, because, like, Brom doesn't quite say how long ago they got established, but, like... Humans being so new to the continent is genuinely very, very funny from like an elven perspective, which is just a guy who is like me but way worse shows up and dies a week after he's born. <laughs> like they're so shit and weak and short lived. Um, like I like that when the humans become writers, they become more elf like. Yes, because mm-hmm. well, elves are swag. Yeah. I love that Aragon hears that and he's like, "Oh my god!" No, he's like, "Wait, really? How much elf do they become? <laughs> I mean, did they become?" <laughs> I mean, will I? I mean, <laughs> almost reaches to his ears, like, oh, like he's literally like, "Don't touch your ears! Don't touch your ears!" <laughs> he, he's doing such a bad job of like not showing his hands here, and he's so caught up in the fact that he needs to be secretive that he's not even getting the fact that Brom is like, I got it, I know, I've got it figured out, bro, the whole time. And Brom is like, so obviously himself. Yeah. Yeah. So obvious that he knows a little bit more than he ought to. He knows just a wee bit For some reason. (laughs) Just nothing, nothing. Yeah, he doesn't even think to ask himself, like, why Brom would know any of this. Well, he's just an old storyteller. Yeah, old guys know this shit. Yeah, he just picked up all this knowledge. Yeah, it's just the oldest man in the world, so, like, whatever. The wizard. Except actually. (laughs) How old 
Well, well, I don't know. Well, well, it's pretty cool. Well, I assume the dragon riders are, are immortal. I mean... I but only as long as the dragon lives. So the, the dragon's dragon... share is a myth magic. The dragons are also immortal. Yeah, dragons can't yeah. die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they can. Well, they can. Well, they, so they, can, they, they can don't only die. die in combat. They can only die from being killed. I think they can probably get a disease as well. Like a lobster. Yeah. Um, they get too big and they can't fly anymore. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I thought the... Um, but they would have, like, community care, so one would beat them. No. <laughs> just keep getting bigger. Yeah. That would kind of be a horrible life. Oh, my God. Um, walk? Oh, yeah, you walk around. Um, I thought the, like, the, not to have another zoology moment on the podcast, but the matru- matru- maturation rate was bizarre. Yeah. Like, why does a... <laughs> why is it, like, so exponential and then just stops? Well, why does a gigantic carnivore need to be sexually mature at five to six months? They're like uh, 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 <laughs> normal. Most like large predators uh, or large animals in general, uh, you, sexual maturity kind of scales with size. Like an elephant yeah. is like seven years or something, mm. and like even even the grizzly bear is like three or something. Yeah, three or four. And and even like smaller predators like lions and stuff. Well, not smaller, but like in comparison, it's like a year and a half. Yeah, it's like why does a dragon who is as big as a house need to fuck? instantly yeah like literally <laughs> no reason um and yeah that was just bizarre and also the fact that they keep growing forever is so fucked up and scary how big could a dragon get i think it mentions as big as a small hill it's uh. like <laughs> what are you eating at that point you're Everything. like you're going and hunting whales <laughs> probably yeah honestly i don't know how aquatic dragons are but um, in, in Flight Rising, the dragon pet game, there is a, a breed of dragon called Ridgebacks, and they're like diving dragons. They're cool. cool. Um, so I wish a very aquatic, <laughs> semi-aquatic in nature upon all dragons. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he just kind of bails. Yeah, yeah. he's just like, okay, I got the list of names. Goodbye. And Ron's like, huh? Oh, you don't no. have more questions? He also asks if dragon riders could share a psychic link with their dragon, and Brom's like, no, that <laughs> never happened. <laughs> Nobody would know that. Why would he lie about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he said it's not possible, instead of saying, well, how would I know? Yeah. <laughs> or something of the sort. <laughs> and your, tr- your shitty t- trader wouldn't know that either. Who told you that? Some trader? What's his name? What's his social security Where number? Where is he? <laughs> Yeah, what, what did he say? Where did he say? I'm in his walls. <laughs> I, I get and like Aragorn's a, like um. He I forgot. <laughs> I get from like a, from Brom's point of view, it's probably a security thing. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, why is there a guy around here that knows so much about dragons? I gotta find him and kill him now. Yeah, but like. Clearly, he's lying. <laughs> like it was the worst lie in the world. <laughs> he hadn't even gone in there with a cover story in case Brom was like, why are you asking? <laughs> Just straight up made it up on the spot. I guess it's an okay cover story because the traders are gone. Mm-hmm. And the traders were just there. But we all got hungry, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, no, look me. <laughs> but it sucked, um, and he was very bad at it. And that's okay. Yeah. And then that- <laughs> I also Aragorn got him to give him the list of names where he's like, oh, I was thinking about a story about a dragon I heard one 
heard, but I can't remember what the dragon's name is or the story. Could you list every dragon? Oh, you like dragons? <laughs> name, name every dragon. And then he does. Yeah. He does. Sephira. So... <laughs> Isn't he crying? Uh, like I think he might be tear. shedding a single what is, tear. Uh, this is the second time that Brom has shed a single tear while talking about dragons. Oh, uh, no, he, he just quietly emptied his pipe. He uttered so softly that Aragorn almost did not hear. Um, and I gotta Sephira. get in there. I'm absolutely certain he's crying. I just imagine he would be crying, you know? Yeah. It's, it seems he's like He's definitely kind of on the cusp of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I make that up? Yeah, definitely. He's, okay. he's, he's, somebody's, he's, he's cried a single tear before. Somebody cries a single tear somewhere in these five chapters. No, he cried a single tear in some of the earlier stories. He absolutely did, but I think it happens again. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe when Rorin puts his rock on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> that was tragic. He's so upset Let's about that. Let's talk about that. a name of power. Um, yeah. Um, this is one of the very short chapters where not a lot happens, um, but Aragorn is furious and like so upset the entire chapter yeah Aragorn has abandonment issues <laughs> times seven yeah Ron's just like actually you know what things are going pretty well for me I think I'm being offered a job and I think this is a good path for me to become my own man Aragorn's like Aragorn. I hope dad makes you stay forever Aragorn, well the funny thing is Aragorn's like ha, ha 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 can you believe he offered you a job as if he's like I'm taking, I'm taking the job. job. I'm taking the job. It's going to be good. I'm 17. I'm basically dead. I need a wife now. <laughs> I need money so that I can build a house for my future wife. I gotta go mill the grain. Everyone's just so bitchless. He just doesn't understand. And also, like, they don't really know how a mill works. They actually, oh, yeah. They get that explained the next time they come into town. He's just like, you look you look like a kind of strapping young lad. Would you like to work in my mill? What's a mill? <laughs> Good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, um, he's just like, Rowan's going to be gone for at maximum, I think, like six months. Yeah, yeah he's not planning on like doing going, that forever. He's, he's going for, for like, like the spring or something? Yeah, I think, I think end yeah. of spring he'll be end back. Of spring. Well, it's beginning of spr- spring now, right? Well, it's kind of early winter now. I think he's gonna... He's going until spring. Yeah, look, there's no time. It's like three months. Three months. Yeah. Erekon is freaking the fuck out, like, <laughs> bad in this chapter. <laughs> You're leaving me forever. He not only is like... you man. It... I'm not ready yet. Yeah, he's like moping around. And then he goes and like, has an actual tantrum at his dragon yeah. for... Like yeah, hours, he's screaming out he's, there, yeah. slipping out in the forest. It's like, dude, he's gonna be back soon, really soon. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe he was upset because um he's got no friends and Lauren's gonna leave him along with weird Garrow for the Oh my god, yeah. weird Garrow, so weird, <laughs> so weird. Um, I was about to say something that's kind of that is a huge spoiler, but we'll get to it. Sophia getting her name is quite nice, though. It's very yeah. nice. She's very like coy and funny about it yeah. yeah she's really like no 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 none of these names quite suit me <laughs> 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 and then here it comes like what no way you're like, it's the first girl he's ever talked to and she's not even a human he's talked to katrina but she's um yeah, she is, she's going like, to talk to Katrina, but only to deliver love notes. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, Ron said, she's kind of 
Harlan's sarcastic when he's like, um, comes back and she says his name and he's like, is that the only thing you can say? And she's like, yes. yes. <laughs> like, oh, you, you got jokes. Um, I think Sarah's not, I keep almost saying Serafina. I think Sephira is, she's well characterized in these chapters, but like, it's, it's kind of a testament to how well he keeps up her character just like through the book. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, we'll get into Flight of Destiny in a bit, but like, she's extremely protective of Aragorn, which is very cute and fun. Um, mm. I like her a lot, but like, I don't know. I think she's just, she's very sassy. <laughs> like a lot of the time I think that's a very fun character trait for your dragon to have yeah. girl boss slay about it she is, I won't lie she gets kind of girl bossy later later though she's a she's like a month old so. <laughs> she's got more time to slay I think she's I think she's like two maybe two, two months. months in the when Sloane's writing him out he it's mentions like how long it's been it's yeah. like three months or something yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's yeah. That's all that happens in that chapter. He throws a tantrum in the woods. Yeah. And Sir, Sir, oh my god. Sephira gets a name. Sephira gets a name. Yeah. And Roran says, "I'm going to go get a job." <laughs> and then they go. The next months. chapter is like having family dinner. They go back home. <laughs> Miller to be. Miller to be. I, my notes are so There's sparse nothing, on this. My, the entirety of the notes I have for this chapter, which I think is even more than you just showed me this that you had. This again is a shorter is chapter than Aragorn Roran's. is so, so upset with that Roran is leaving, and Garrow is okay with it. Yeah. Roran doesn't bring the shiny rock Aragorn gave him. Devastation reigns. Sephira wants to stay <laughs> secret. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Uh, Sephira says, don't show me to anybody. But yeah, Roran putting that rock on the shelf. So tragic. Like, Aragorn is shattered. It's like the worst thing that's ever happened. He's like on the verge of tears. He's like, I'm not going to have the heartfelt goodbye I was about to have. Maybe I won't say goodbye to him at all tomorrow. I can't believe this. It's like, it's a shiny rock. We're getting this all out of one line, by the way. He's so upset. He's so upset. He continues being upset in more than that one line. It's a very tangible scene. Yeah. You can definitely. And I like the description. I'd like to find this. What does he say? There is. A hard lump formed in Aragorn's throat, and he left. It's so, it's visceral. He's you can feel that disappointment. I mean, it's great. If I saw somebody, if somebody I really loved was packing to leave, and they picked up a thing I had given them, and on purpose didn't bring it with them. Actually mm-hmm. devastating. Heartbreaking. It would be over. I understand. There's also a bunch of descriptions of Roran himself. It's like Roran, his eyes shaved and the back of his mid- neck tense with rolling blankets around his clothes and belongings. He paused, then picked up something from the pillow and bounced it in his hand. He had put, he had taken it off the shelf, put it on his pillow with his bedding that he was packing, and then put it back on the and shelf. He starts to tuck it into the bundle and then stops. Why did he not take that back? Back? What? It's just a it's rock. It's a little dude. rock. Take the damn rock. Yeah. Aragorn loves little trinkets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <discovery>. Aragorn <laughs> loves to cool find stuff guy. on the floor. <laughs> His also, gnarled root that he loves to steer yeah. at. <laughs> Sephira's nice in this chapter. Mm. A little bit. Aragorn and Sephira talk and uh, Aragorn finds out that he can go sit on Sephira's shoulder. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah, yeah they just hang out nicely, a bit yeah. She's grown again. Yeah, he describes her as being a real person for the first time. <laughs> um... She's like a kind of a weirdo. 
she catches an eagle and then lets it go. Because <laughs> no predator should ever <laughs> die pinned to the ground. <laughs> so dramatic about it. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why did you catch it? It's like, girl, I think if you caught that eagle with your claws, it's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> You've kind of already killed that bird. I'm not sure how well it's going to handle that, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, so it's it's two weeks. Uh, in our military, it's two weeks till Roran goes. Yeah. And so Aragorn just mopes the entire time. And he goes, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell Roran about Sephira before he leaves. And then, like, the the rock scene happens. Yeah, he's, like, going to tell her about this world-shattering secret. Yeah. It's like, you're not taking your rock? My rock? Die. Well, <laughs> forget about well, it. Well, What if you were about anyway. to learn about Dragon's existence, but then... <laughs> <laughs> You put down the yeah. cool rock. Oh um, and then we get to Strangers yeah. in Kahva. And they're having, uh, breakfast is cold, but the tea is hot. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, Weird Garrow is weird. Oh, he's he's so described weird. like a fucking skeleton man or whatever. He's so like his shirt is hanging him. off of him. He's so dry and he's, bony. He's, ga- he's gaunt, he's drawn. <laughs> and he he gives a with... fucking insane monologue. He oh won't leave God. the house <laughs> to say goodbye to his, his son. Like, his... Speech to them is so it's crazy. Are we funny? I think it's I cute. Think it's, I think it's kind of cute, but it's, it's insane. It's, it's endearing, but it's so. Crazy. It's like he had been preparing that. Since he's like shy about 14. it as well. No, he's like, been like uh, practicing yeah. this since he was like had the first moment of my boys are growing up, I, and he's I been he like has. he's got it perfect. He's perfected it, <laughs> and he's like, do not ever trust authority. Do not ever believe a man is greater than you are. <laughs> <laughs> but do not ever treat someone how you would not like to be treated. This is like the first moment that Garrow's been a good father. Yeah, it's Garrow's yeah, first try at parenting, and yeah. it's when they're leaving. Yeah, <laughs> a, a little coin bag. Like it's not much, but you can buy a trinket. And Ron's like, I have no. I have no need for trinkets. I am saving for my betrothed. Well, clearly, you, you didn't bring your cool rock. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah you've got no time for trinkets. Hate, hate trinkets. it. Um, I don't like Garrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I never thought much of him. Like, at, not in that yeah, I thought really much. Of him. Yeah, but I never like when remembering the series. Yeah. I never thought about oh oh good old rambunctious Garrow. But <laughs> well, he just dead. he's half dead and he sucks <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's funny think... and endearing that he's such a bad father right here. <laughs> I do he's think trying that. his best. He's just like, I guess I'll try. For once. Mm. But I think considering what's about to happen, um, I won't say anything much more than that, but like, I think he could have done <laughs> I'll a... never tell you what he did to the hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think considering that it might have been like a little bit more emotionally impactful if we actually liked <laughs> <laughs> And if he was a character and not a scary skeleton that lived in Eric yeah. house. <laughs> oh my god. Like what what is what is the thought process never, behind this character? He is never he even described as doing work on the farm ever. No. Like it's Roran and Aragon were like plowing the fields and harvesting everything. Well he's like and his he's bones just, are hollow and his skin's coming off. Yeah, and he's like I don't know, like staring at the pig or whatever. <laughs> he's out he's not sure what that's a euphemism for, but it's there's something <laughs> Staring at the hog, you said? Um, I don't think that. No, I don't think so, because he says here, give me your ear but not your heart, so. 
Well, you can scare a dog without giving you a heart. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they look back at the farm. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, that, that's really, like, beautiful. The yeah. Roran's like, that there is our whole world being like, ah, I'm, I'm moving beyond this, how exciting, and Aragorn's uh, and Aragorn says, it's a good one too. And he's then Roran turns away he's and like, down the, starts to walk down the oh, road and Aragorn follows. He doesn't want to go so bad. Yeah. It is very like, obviously he has attachment issues because his parents abandoned him. Um, <laughs> the fact that he didn't know that for so long and then like got it. This is why you, this is why if you have an adopted kid, you don't dump it on them you when they're twelve. Because this will happen to them. <laughs> they need to know about it. It exacerbates, it makes it much worse. When you're just like, ah, oh, I'm a small I am a child and these are my parents, and then one of your parents dies and the other one tells you actually you were not on ever. Yeah, he's actually the, I can't remember if No, she she tells him and then she dies. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> You are, you, are, you are not my son. <laughs> <laughs> <Deathbed> <laughs> Good, great. <laughs> I mean, I probably wasn't a deathbed, so I guess she didn't no, have yeah. any say in the fact that she was about to die unbeknownst <laughs> to her. But it wasn't ideal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, his little monologue is so funny. Again, Garrow raised a bony hand, his eyes grave. What's wrong with this guy? Like, He's got the has, consumption. Like, it's not commented on. No one's like, oh, how's your uncle? <laughs> how's your uncle holding up? It's been a while since we've seen him in town or anything. I guess they never see him. Like, well, he came for the traders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's there are other ways. He's clearly a thin dude, but there are other ways to describe your little skinny freak character without making it sound like they're like a skeleton collapsing <laughs> and turning to dust. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not old. Dead. He's not even old. He's yeah. He's probably in his like forties. Yeah, he's a fucking seventeen-year-old lad. He could be thirty. Like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. He could be thirty-five. <laughs> oh, anyway, these times. I, I like. In ba- oh, wait, back in generic medieval <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> it's a nice turning point for both of the boys to be growing up, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and one of them striding forward happily, and the other one's upset like, about it. Yeah, it's definitely like it's, cool. it's a good representation of like being a teenager and be- had going through like a period of change and being really like coming coming up against it as like a wall. And yeah, he's obviously there's a lot going on in his life right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't talk to anyone about it. Yeah. It's 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 oh, it's, it's kind of hard and, she is the and she's the thing. Sorry, but you are the problem. <laughs> Sorry, like, baby, you are the problem. He's having a, he's having a bit of a rough time, and now he has to hang out with his weird uncle for three months by himself. Oh yeah, he has to work with his weird uncle now, and he's gonna do all the farm work all by himself because Gary doesn't do anything. Things are looking pretty rough for Aragorn. Yeah, it's not easy for him. Um, so the next half of the chapter. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, they Maybe go to the trouble. forge. Um, and Dempton's there. Dempton's there, and he's <laughs> like, mustache. he's like, oh, if I had two jobs available, I'd surely take you as well. And then he's, Aragorn's just so mad about everything that even though he clearly does not want to be left behind, he's also like, how fucking dear. I would never come work at your mill. You no way I'd work at the mill. <laughs> he's like, this dude's like perfectly polite and really nice, and like, oh, you, you seem like such a nice young lad. Yeah, you're sitting in, a couple, in a couple of years, I'm probably after another young little man. And yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there brooding and there fuming, like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. How yeah. can you do this to me? Uh, Dempton telling Roran, like, how a mill works is very funny. 
Yeah. Alright, kid, this is what you've signed up for. So is he just going to be pushing a stone around? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I don't know how it Surely they are. have some kind of beast of burden yeah. to do that. Well, the, the village that they're on is on a... That they're going to is on the river. Yeah. So, like, it would make sense for it to be a water mill. Yeah. Um. So maybe he's just, like, getting the... Yeah, maybe just, like, sorting or the the grain. Oh my god, Roaring Graham and Tremont. <laughs> no! <laughs> but if that was how he went, I would have shortened the series so extremely. Yes. <laughs> not enough fantasy characters go up by a Graham and Tremont, and I feel like that was a very common death in medieval times. <laughs> what would you even do if someone got Graham and trapped in your silo? You wouldn't There's know. a corpse in there. Yeah. You can't. What do you do with the brain? <laughs> I guess you'd empty it out from the bottom <laughs> into wagons until you find the body. <laughs> Then what do you do? You put it back in the top. Someone died in there. there. If you get in there quick enough, sure, it'll be fine. You have to like stop making the grains and refining it all into a silo, then empty out the entire silo, and then somehow get the body out of there. And also, at the same time, not get graven trapped in there. (laughs) Maybe you just seal it up. It's like grave goods, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we know this guy died by grain entrapment because he was buried with a lot of graves. A silo above ground. They're just going to make a new silo. (laughs) Yeah, they just seal it up and leave it. Fuck it, that's Bob's grain now. I mean, you would think about it, wouldn't you? You'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> but then again, that's all your grain. Oh man, that's and a lot of grain. That's your there. that's your barley food for the next like year. <laughs> I wish we had a silo full of grain. You didn't trap. I wouldn't go in. <laughs> I would never get grain and trap because I'd never go into a silo. That's what you don't think about. Words to live by. But if we had a big silo full of wheat, did you guys ever have chickens growing up? No. Ah, you've never had the joy of big bag of wheat. It's excellent. We had a big, like, one of those black um, trash bins that you get from, like, Mitre 10, just completely full to the brim with wheat. You can just kind of get in there. I've had a big bag of pellet and seed. Mm. Very similar. It's, It's great. There's something very primal about holding... Just grains in your hand. It's like getting in the rice bag. <laughs> Not that I get in the rice bag. Don't get rice entrapped in there. <laughs> Could you get rice entrapped? I feel like the the way they what if you no, got rice entrapped and from... then you got flour exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Grain is so dangerous. <laughs> what are we doing? We're just eating that shit. Come what on, if it explodes in you? <laughs> I guess that's what happens to gluten intolerant people. <laughs> Rice is much safer. <laughs> Rice is much safer. Well, because, like, think about it. Rice flour is so much more slippery, and I think the thing that is creating the crust on top of a, a silo of barley or wheat, that's the gluten. <laughs> <laughs> You would never get rice entrapped because you would never think it was a walkable surface. And also, well, I can't believe people ever thought it was walkable. It's not smart. Like, no, surely one guy falls in and dies and you <laughs> never, ever walk on the grain ever again. Are people keeping rice in silos? Where do they keep it? Bags? Big box? Maybe we'll have to do our research and come back yeah, to Yeah, I don't one. know too yeah. much about I rice. I mean, what I is a silo without a big box? There are salt factories where there is just a fuck ton of salt, though. <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> I've seen like uh, a building collapse and there's just salt pouring out the side. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh no! 
Um, okay, let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about grain entrapment. Um, <laughs> Warren will not get grain entrapment. Do not worry, dear listener. is very good at his job in running this mill. Mm. I think. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So, yeah, and Aragorn gets um, his little warning from Horst. Yeah. Who, thanks, Horst. Thanks, what Horst. a good guy. Uh, yeah, Aragorn's like expecting him to be like, you owe me money, boy. And he's instead like, look out. <laughs> there are some real freaks in town looking for you. Be, and caref- fuck, be fuck careful, my boy. <laughs> um, yeah, he basically just says that there's some scary Never good when the government comes. <laughs> uh, they're all dressed in black and carrying swords. Um, um, we we <laughs> got big lumps. Well, horse doesn't mention the lumps. <laughs> see, see the notes that Charlie's written down here. <laughs> well, I like them, you see. Um, I do have. You um, like our hooded assassin? I just think they're. Well, I just think they're neat. I do have. Um, are we saying their names? Oh, we, no. We know either. who they are. I have the name of the what the assassins are written in pink with hearts all around it because simply I love them and I think they're very fun villains. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just kind of walks around town looking for them. Yeah, a horse tells him this. He's like, be careful, you should go straight back home and get rid of that rock. He's like, where are the guys? He's like, (laughs) I didn't tell you about this so you can go find the guys. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm going to go find find the guys. guys. I'm going to go. Does he look, is he thinking about, oh yeah, he wishes he had his bow. What is that gonna do, dude? You're gonna shoot these guys in the middle of the street? Hmm, some government agents are after me. I better kill them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna send more. Um, but yeah, Roran heads out, and then he just like. And then Aragorn's like. He's listening under everyone's windowsill. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like in the alleyway. He's like listening. And then he gets off to doing that long enough. There's a quick Luck- he gets lucky. Yeah, of course it was slow and slow. is such a cunt for slow. no reason. Horse just like, yeah, everyone in town knows not to talk to the government. But, uh, damn bludgers. <laughs> and then Sloan's like, <laughs> he, anyway, so he was here three months ago and he tried to sell it to me. Like, well, actually, he sounds like he really is hating being in the conversation, but he is telling them everything. He doesn't get anything out of this. Yeah, no, everyone else is just like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking rock. I don't know. Because uh, he hates Aragorn. Yeah, but like, it's not even something he's having fun getting, you know, being like, ah ha ha, this boy. Maybe he was like, ah ha ha, I know the rock. And the guy started interrogating him. He's like, well, oh, I did boy. not sign up. For this. No, I think these guys are so creepy. Yeah. They're so, so, so creepy. I, like, Can we read out the description yeah. of yeah. their voice? Um, their voice was deep and moist. It conjured up images of creeping decay, mold, and other things best left untouched. There's another one. Um, so both of them talk. Um, oh, yeah, one the first of them, guy. You go. Uh, where is it? The words were smooth. Smooth like oiled glass and seemed to worm their way through the air, underlying the speech with a strange hiss that made his scalp prickle. <laughs> like, they're both the creepiest, grossest, yeah. weirdest guys ever. And Sloan's like, I guess I'll give you my information about the child from my village. Like, what is... I know his beef is with Aragorn is that he goes to the mountain crashes white, but, like, bro, that is not a reason. That is, she'd go over the falls. That is not a reason. No. No, it's so unreasonable that he is doing that. And then Aragorn gets, like, psychic illness. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the results. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Uh, uh. The assassins. (laughs) We don't even know they're assassins. 
uh, the guys, the, the guys, the guys, um, uh, they're extremely <laughs> menacing. I love them. Um, but they have like, Psychic like power. evil eye vision. Yeah. yeah, they look at him and he's like, "I'm dying. I'm passing <laughs> out." Over with the worst illness. Ever. He's like, "I can't move." And then Brom's walking up, like, "Hey, Aragon." Aragon, hey, what's up? Why and he's like, he's sweating. <laughs> he's like, Aragon's like, I can't move. Brom's coming from the other, coming from around the corner. He can't see them. It's Aragon all gone wrong. <laughs> he passes. He like takes a step forward, and they instantly drop into a crouch, draw their swords, and then do a, like a mind spell on him. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like any child from the village. They don't know it's him. They don't know it's him. And then Brom walks up, like, hey. Aragon! <laughs> and Fox fucks his life up forever. <laughs> this is all Brom's fault. Well, it always was. Yeah, literally, yeah. this is all Brom's fault. Um, they are. Brom- and then Brom's like, oh, beasts. I thought you remembered the name of that traitor. Wink, yeah. Wink. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny little. Oh no, I've dropped my mitten. I'm so old and decrepit. Could you pick it up for me? He grabs his hand and steers at it. Oh, he thank you for the mitten. <laughs> I think he does he rip like Aragorn's glove off his hand. I thought it was his own glove. Oh, he does. Yeah. I thought it would be a little bit much to rip Aragorn's glove off, throw it on the ground, and then say, "Pick it up." Did you hear that for me? <laughs> Can you show me the palm of your hand real quick? Uh, yeah, so he gets a glimpse of uh, Aragorn's dragon marks. A bit more than the glimpse, staring at Puts it. his eyeball right and up against says, it. And then says, you'd best get home. It's a, no, long, it's a it long walk, but you'll feel a bit better when you get there. It is very confusing, but it is Aragorn's mate. Is it? Seriously, he rips his uh, mouth and throws it on the ground? Yeah, Aragorn shakes Brom's hand, and something in Brom's hand caught on his mitt pulled it off. Yeah, I thought it was. So yeah, yeah he rips his glove off that's and a, is like, hmm, That's such hand. an insane thing to do that I completely, like, changed it in my mind because yeah, yeah, who yeah. does that? Well, Nobody in this village knows how to act like a human being. <laughs> um, Brom knows and confirms it and looks directly at the... And then uh, at the, the camera. Yeah. <laughs> picks it up. Clumsy of me. And he apologized and handed it back. As Aragorn took the mitt, Brom's strong fingers wrapped around his w- wrist and twisted sharply. Oh, <laughs> well, I know why he does this. But... Like, it's clear why he's doing it, but like, that's the worst. Ah, uh, shake my hand, boy. Rip off your gloves. Throw it on the ground. Pick it back up. Give it back to you. Twist your Break wrist. Break your arm. <laughs> Like, Stare like, directly at your wrist. Uns- very, very, very unsubtle. And Aragorn's like, then, oh, that was and, weird. That's and then Aragorn says, goodbye, Aragorn forced out, perturbed, and hurried down the road. Behind him, he heard Brom whistling a merry tune. Yeah, he's just skipping away <laughs> happily, like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> ah, new rider, I see. <laughs> oh, and Aragorn fully not telling Brom about the, like, evil monsters that are right around the corner and just cast a psychic spell on him. He's like, oh, I guess that's not really relevant right yeah. now. I'm gonna go home. That's not important. Well, no, he has a thought about it. He's like, oh my god, Brom's coming here. Brom, you're gonna get got by the evil monsters. And then they go away. He's they like, walk oh, away fine. and he's like, oh, I don't need to talk Brom about the evil monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then he um, runs ten miles home. Oh, I 
I always forget it's that far. Anyway. Yeah, so, that, so we're on Flight of Destiny, our, our final chapter. But yeah, encounters some weird guys and sprints home, um, like, crying and throwing up the whole time. Yeah. Um, Goes to the forest, summons Sephira to talk. She... Does she know what these guys are? I think she has some kind of, like, genetic ancestral memory. Yeah. Because she because really freaks out. She freaks out extremely and is saying, like, oaths betrayed, souls killed, eggs shattered, blood everywhere, murderers. Oh, uh, fire Like, she has death. to know something, <laughs> yeah. because otherwise that's batshit. Yeah, you're just <laughs> being a bit insane. You're just guessed that otherwise. <laughs> it's a pretty wild guess. So, yeah, I think she has some kind of, like, secret dragon memory that she's never brought up before. Mm. Yeah, and so he jumps on her back to give her a hug to calm her down, and she flies away. Now, I've got green text here, tries to give her a hug, goes on the most harrowing journey of his life. Like, he just, he's like, it's okay, it's okay, chill out, and she flies away with him on his her back. That is something he has mm-hmm. not experienced up until this point. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. the first ever flight. He's so uh-huh. dizzy and throwing up, <laughs> he's like actually vomiting the whole time. <laughs> and I think he knows that something mm-hmm. really bad is about to happen because he's very, very, very concerned about Garo. Yeah. And I think yeah. having seen those guys, it's kind of... Well, it's something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Um, and Sephira's, like, blocked him out entirely, mm. which is funny. Mm. Yeah, this is a, kind of a short chapter. Yeah, a pretty short chapter. But the, the, the gist of it is... Description's a, really good. Yeah, really, really the good The imagery is really fun. Yeah. Um, it's... It, does a really good job of making it seem it's very frantic. The stakes are really high. Yeah. 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 You're you're very frightened for them, I think, the whole time. Um the the middle mm-hmm. chapters in this are kind of nothing happens. Yeah, yeah a little bit of nothing happens. Yeah. Um Aragon gets the worst injury ever. Mm-hmm. Um She lands and he just falls off because now that he's no longer about to die if he lets go, he can't doesn't have the strength in his legs anymore to mm-hmm. hold on. Yeah. Uh, he fully like face plants in the ground. He hits the snow. Face hits the snow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and her scales have stripped all, all of the skin off the inside of his legs. Yeah. Which, like, doesn't get better quickly. Not he's, for a long. Time. Yeah, he's yeah. really injured for quite a while yeah. after this. He can't stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, and that just really stuck with me. I think when I was a kid. Because, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that shit would hurt so bad. Yeah. Everyone's like, thinking, like, how cool would it be to ride a dragon? And then there's this, like, terrible, terrible description of how awful it is. Yeah, you need a saddle. You cannot yeah. ride that. No. <laughs> that beast. That beast. That beast is not for riding. No, and it's just, like, he's he's very, very injured um, and very tired and, like, terrified. But I think his, like, his thought pattern here is also... He's, thinking really objectively about the mm. situation, yeah. considering everything. Um, and I think that's, I don't know, it's its a little bit of a flaw in the writing, I think. It's like, it lets you know what's going on, but also, realistically, you'd be on the floor face down screaming and crying and, like, yeah. freaking the He's fuck out. He's doing a little bit of He that. has got it in him to be a little bit of a bitch to Sephira, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know... He kind of would be. He's always got some energy to be a little bit of a bitch. These girls are fighting so often. Um, but she says death is a poison. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Like, I fully, I've read this book tens of times, and I never know what she means by that. Like, 
<laughs> I don't think it's like it makes it, it doesn't make sense in the context of the rest of the novel. She no. just says it, and it's a really weird line out of nowhere, and it never yeah. gets revisited. Well, she likes to be dramatic. Maybe it's like. Yeah, I could protect you from them, but I'd have to kill them, and killing is a poison. But like, that's not obvious at all. Mm. Yeah, I think I think. And they kill, <laughs> and they are killing. Um, but yeah, I think maybe it was obvious to the author when he was writing it, but it doesn't make sense, kind of in mm. in the context of the the chapter or the rest of the novel. Um, but whatever, it's one line, it does not matter. Yeah. She's just being very weird in this yeah. chapter. Um, and then she says, I don't need to make you a shelter, you can come under my wing and I'll keep, the fire inside me will keep you warm. And he's like, okay, but you need to get rid of the snow. Yeah, you're gonna make me, and, then she, and then he's just sleeping on dirt. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fucking dirt, are you serious? But he can't move. <laughs> you're not even going to make him a little nest of pine needles or anything? He made you a hut in the trees. He made her multiple huts. He made her bigger huts and she got bigger. And then, like, she was dragging him over and hits a rock. Like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, it, this does a, a really good job of, like... These guys hate each other. They, they're really mad at each other. Aragorn is in massive pain. Yeah, he sees stars from the <laughs> jolt of hitting that rock. Yeah, yeah, everything has gone so wrong. Really right wrong, now. really quickly. And I think... The, the drudgery, I guess, of the, the previous chapters kind of makes this hit a little harder, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun, it's sudden. Yeah, nothing really bad has ever happened to him, and this sucks so much. <laughs> yeah. He does, he sheds a, he sheds a single tear. Ah. <laughs> I never lose. And says, what have I done? Oh. Well, he thinks it. Well, nothing. You haven't done anything. You got kidnapped. <laughs> you got snatched away. You left Garrow alone. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that will be a problem. I think he'll be fine, I think. <laughs> Probably. He might just pass away in the night, like... <laughs> At 80 Yeah, point. nobody's feeding him warm milk from a saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the reason that Garrow has so, so many problems is because he's, like, eating a roast chicken for breakfast or whatever? Oh, and he has no that vitamins? That other day when they were just, like, tearing into a cold chicken for breakfast. Yeah. They had cold breakfast again today. I wonder if it was also probably, chicken. probably more chicken. Yeah, they're, they're growing a lot of vegetables, but what we don't see is the battery farm they have. Out <laughs> <of that. laughs> we don't hear about that one. Well, they've got to sell all the vegetables back to the town so they can buy more chicken. <laughs> Do you think Aragon's ever eaten a vegetable? Maybe when he goes to Horse House. <laughs> yeah, when they when they turn up unannounced on Horse doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Horst and his wife think, oh my god, what is Garrow feeding these boys? <laughs> Beasts only. <laughs> what, are, what are the vitamin deficiencies you can get if you don't eat vegetables? Scurvy. scurvy. Yeah. Dude, he just has scurvy. <laughs> yeah, Garrow has scurvy. scurvy hardcore. <laughs> he probably has an old wound somewhere that's reopened. Yeah. That's so fucked that that can happen to you if you get mm. really bad scurvy. Uh, have you not heard about that? No. Yeah, uh, if you have any old serious wounds that have healed but not like. Is that totally scarred? Like, uh, cartilage or whatever. I'm not sure why it is, but like scurvy uh, really inhibits your healing capacity. Yeah. And if you get it bad enough, that your you whole unhealed. wound will just just fall apart. I mean, I guess like it makes sense it's like um, breaking down protein, so the, the skin that's healed back is like the weakest part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why a lot of pirates would just randomly die. Of, like 
yeah, old gunshot wounds would just reappear and they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm going to pass away. Guess I'll die. Uh, do you think that the reason Roran and Aragorn are okay is because when he was making them work the field 24-7 so he could sit around grazing <laughs> the hog or whatever, they were having, they were sneaking little uh, mouthfuls. Uh, if I was plowing that field, I would be just eating handfuls of snow peas. <laughs> no way you could stop me. Yeah. That saved them from scurvy. <laughs> they found a blackberry bush, like, just sort of like the house, and we were like... <laughs> <laughs> Are they not allowed to eat the <laughs> Not Ruin. Gara's like that that primeval guy online who only liver king who like only eats meat. Gara's like, hmm, you couldn't possibly eat a vegetable, could you? My name is Garo. You see the connection, Marrow. Garo. You would never. Haven't eaten a vegetable since their mother died. No. That'd be dead. I think. A teenager. That'd be dead or four feet tall. (laughs) A teenager getting that little nutrition. (laughs) <laughs> they're stuffing their face in the fields. <laughs> they're it's eating okay. grass off the ground. <laughs> they can digest some of it. <laughs> they're just eating pea straw. They're eating. So the after these chapters, leaves. it's it's vegetables in the fields no longer for these boys. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, they both go. Wow, the field is still there. Yeah, maybe. maybe. For now, I can't remember. It's all fine. Everything's, Everything's okay. fine. It's suspenseful, but everything is a okay right now. Don't worry, Don't about, worry it. about it. Maybe even for real. <laughs> it's not gone bad yet. <laughs> I, this I fully can't remember. Well, the next chapter is called Death of Innocence. So, <laughs> what else have we got lined up for next? <laughs> so I'm not sure. Okay, but it's only it's not it's becoming nighttime now, and yes, sorry, all the way home. The next chapter is called The Doom of Innocence. Oh no! And then we've got Death Watch. Oh my yeah. god. In the madness of life. Okay, now some bad things are happening in the next chapters. I'm not denying this. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure the field is still there and we could get some there. vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Should we? I think this is an okay place to wrap <laughs> up. Yeah, Thanks for fun. listening to us talk about grain entrapment for 40 minutes. Um, so, yeah, next next week I think I'm on recap again. Yep. Sweet. Yep. We have The Doom of Innocence, Death Watch, and The Madness of Life. And if that isn't enough, but it well, probably check will be. the page. Yeah, um, it's like five or fifteen each. chapters. <laughs> well, I'm going to go <laughs> fifteen pages. Um, but if that doesn't feel like enough, we can get the writers a writer's blade, um, which if, I think that's a neat chapter. Yeah, that is a really good chapter. Yeah, um, I think that would be worth ending on. I think that could be good. Um, so four. Yeah, four will be for next week. Um, yeah. So everything's okay for him now, and it's going to stay okay, okay. we promise. <laughs> promise. It's so funny, the escalation, or he's just like, the worst thing in the world has happened. My brother is moving away. Well. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it all goes horribly wrong in the space of, I think, like half an hour. Yeah. yeah. Well, it goes wrong all in the space of however long it takes, uh, maybe like 10 minutes either side, but however long it takes him to sprint home. <laughs> That's a that is a Herculean effort. Like ten Wait miles is twenty kilometers, right? Ah, uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Not any better. Running for sixteen kilometers God. straight. Yeah. Last time I tried to go for a run, which was years ago, I, <laughs> um, I think I was able to run for about thirty seconds before I was like, "Oh, I'm a little bit tired. I'm going <laughs> to get into a brisk walk." Granted, Aragorn's a lot more fit than I am. Yeah, he's out on the field every day. <laughs> Yeah. If I was out in the fields, all my problems would go away. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, I guess that's it for this week. <laughs> this has been Eeper Eeper Dragon. Oh, 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 no. oh, no. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Somebody say it again. This has been Eeper is for Dragon. Thank you guys for listening. Stumble. You go, you go. This has been the E is for Dragon. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. All right, let's get out of here. I'll see you again next week. <laughs>